0: 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 1 to 6. Can we read it together? We'll read it from the ESV version. Okay. Now Elijah, the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. And the word of the Lord came to him. Depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. You shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and lived by the brook Cherith, that is east of the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Amen? Now tell me what you want to tell me. All of you have been sitting since morning, right? Provision. Amen. Provision. By now, you get the idea, right? We are talking about gathering. All four pastors are talking about gathering. We are talking about provision. Provision. Good job. First, first answer. Consecration, okay. Consecration from unexpected, from unexpected sources, okay. Yes, Prophecy. which means that he is carrying the the word of God. Yes, obedience. obedience. Amen, Pastor Pascachi. Amen. Yes, obedience, authority. authority yes. The boy smiling at. Okay. Let's go to verse one. Okay. Uh, the the crux of the whole message will be in in verse four. Okay, but we'll just go through everything just to reinforce every bit of the word that God has spoken already in our lives. Okay. It says now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab. Okay, what does it say? Now Elijah, the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead, said to Ahab. It's very specific how how the Bible talks about Elijah. It's it's like saying Penas from um, Hormauagra from Hennur. God is going into the specifics to describe something. Now you have to understand when God is giving such detail about something, you need to give equal amount of attention to those details okay now elijah elijah eliya what does the name mean god eli god is yahweh god is yahweh eliya okay eliya is from is, is a Tishbite from Tishbe. Okay, do you know where Tishbe is? It's, 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 a, it's a place that's not spoken about at all in the Bible. Okay, but it says in Gilead. Now Gilead is a place that is uh, around somewhere in, um, it's like a neighboring small part uh, of Israel. Like Israel and then there's, you know, Gilead. Now Gilead is a place that is always under siege because it 's a border it 's like saying Kashmir okay the the neighboring countries are always warring for this for this Gilead okay inside Gilead there's a place called Tishbe, and Elijah is known as a Tishbite. his identity is a Tishbite okay now you should understand that this place is already seeing a lot of um, you know disturbance, and the name meaning is. Captivity. A man who who has, an Israelite for that matter, a true Israelite, a Jew guy, who has been living in Tishbe, Tishbite, who has seen a lot of captivity, but this man bears the name of God. His name means, my God is Yahweh. My God is no other God. You know, El El Eli or Eli means God. It's it's it can be any God because now we're talking about Israel, and then there are Palestinians, and then Assyrians, and you know the Egyptians, and the, any God for that matter, any God that anybody worshipped, God, Eli, You uh, know, Eli, Eli means God. But the God that we worship, or the God that the Jews worshipped, had a name, and his name was. Yahweh and Elijah is pointing to heavens and saying my God is Yahweh I don't care if I am living in Tishbite, I don't care if you identify me as a captive I don't care if I have not gotten provisions in life I don't care if I have seen a lot of disturbance in my life but my God is Yahweh, Amen. my God is Yahweh. If you are a Tishbite, and if you are from Tishbe, say no, I will not let, come on, now, now, now you know this jingle, my, my, um, my attention is not on the circumstances, my attention is on God. God, you remember yesterday when when uh, the pastor came and he was talking about it? My attention is not on my circumstances. My attention is not how I grew up. My attention is not what I have and what I don't have. My attention is not who recognized me and who affirmed me. My identity is in Yahweh. I am an offspring of God. I am a child of God because my God is Yahweh. There is no other God who calls his worshippers sons and daughters. Oh, I really love that, that, that revelation that the pastor came, uh, came uh, and gave yesterday. He said, Jesus did not come for sinners. Why? Really? No, Jesus did not come for sinners. Jesus came to redeem the sins of his sons and daughters. Come on guys. Are you tired because of all the fasting? Your spirit is willing but... Amen. The, now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab... Now this is the word that he is bringing. Now you should understand that Ahab is the king of Israel. And Elijah just had a, uh, he's, this is like the, the most abrupt introduction to any prophet you will ever see. Okay, he just comes in and says, listen, this is how it's going to be and he walks out. Okay? He comes and meets the king of Israel, King Ahab, because of all the, the, the wickedness and because of all the, the cruelty and because of all the nonsense that he's been up to. He married um, this lady called Jezebel okay and and she is deemed as the wickedest and the most uh cunning and the most like you know you you, you name it she is that queen i mean she, she is that kind of a person and he the an israelite a jew for that matter goes and gets married to her and if you read the previous chapters you will find out that he built a temple for her goddess it says He built the, wait, I'll show you. Just bear with me. Okay. He erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal. And Ahab made an Asherah. Okay. Mm, He laid its foundations at the cost of his firstborn. What does that mean? He laid the foundations at the cost of his firstborn, which means he sacrificed his son for the foundations. And uh, he, set up it, he's, it, he set up the gates of that temple at the cost of his youngest son. Can you imagine? This man is out and out provoking God. Okay? And that is when... Oh, that reminds me. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just pray for our nation? Because, again, I saw, when while we were worshipping, I saw the whole, the, the map of India, okay? The, the top layer was getting rolled up and it, it just went all the way up and a new sheet came and, you know, so I just feel that, you know, that, that, that when the church rises, something new happens over the nation, okay? If you're gonna keep quiet because of what's happening in the nation, Now, we're not turning against a man, we're not not turning against a a political party, okay? We're gonna turn against the spirits that have claimed its hold on India, when the price has been paid and the land has been redeemed already. And if you're gonna keep quiet, then your name will not be Elijah. Because when Elijah saw that Ahab, one man, the king of Israel was provoking God, he went and said, listen Ahab, unless I give my word, no rain is gonna fall on this land. Are you gutsy enough to do that right now? Do you have belief? Do you have faith to say, listen? spirits or listen you men who think that you can create havoc in my land and that you can bring confusion in my land and you can create an unrest in my land unless I declare and unless I decree you cannot move a finger. Do you have the faith to believe that? Don't give up when you see things that are happening in our economy, in our infrastructure. Don't give up. Because, you know, gone are the days when you are going to go up, like, like Pastor Jojo said, you know, I, I was taking part in a protest. I love to be part of the protest because I want to tell them, I am not a person. I am not like one in, in a thousand, you know, one in the crowd of thousands and hundreds, no. I am the voice of God. I am the will of God and I carry the power of God and the authority of God and I'm going to go out and I'm going to declare what's going to come. You know, the candlelight marches will only take us from point A to point B. But if you have to see to completion, you have to pray. You have to open your mouth and declare. You have to open your mouth and prophesy. You have to be bold to stand up and first identify who you are. So can we do that right now Lord every, every agenda of the enemy to bring chaos every agenda of the enemy to bring poverty over this land every agenda of the enemy to bring peacelessness to bring division this is a land of peace because my Jesus is the prince of peace and he is the one who rules over this nation. My Jesus does not distinguish people based on what, what color they look like or, or which family they belong to or, or who they are affiliated to. My Jesus died for one and all and my Jesus has redeemed this land from every evil witchcraft. Witchcraft, we come against witchcraft over this land. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua, the name of Yeshua will be like a banner over this country, and we will see our country going from glory to glory. Amen. Amen. Some Elijahs need to go back and pray for our country, and make your voice count because you know God does not, um, you know, He He, he doesn't uh, lose prayers in transition. Okay. If you are Elijah, and if you have spoken a word, that word will not fall to the ground. Amen? Amen? So, So Elijah went to Ahab and said, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand. Oh, some people need to do that. It's not just enough for you to have a name or have the identity somewhere stored in your mind. But you need to be standing before God. You need to be, you need to be present before God. You need to carry the presence of God. What do you do for that? What do you do for that? We intercede, more importantly, we worship. Like the pastor said yesterday, oh, such, such amazing things he, he, he preached yesterday. One of the things he said was like, um, you know, um, worship is like a perfume bottle. Yes, a perfume bottle has a spray on top and everything else is stored inside and you just need to press the spray and the entire room is fragrant. That is worship. When you worship, what is on your inside gives way, it comes out and it starts to manifest. So you need to understand and you need to make sure what is inside of you is fragrant, is spiritual, is supernatural, not yesterday's mana that's gonna rot away. You need fresh revelation as to why you're worshipping who you're worshipping. You cannot live on the time that You got baptised at the time that you had an encounter with God and expect that to sustain you for 15 more years. You need a, a now word, you need a rhema word, you need a today word. Come on guys. So Elijah went to Ahab and said, as, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. Now, he said it, okay? And then the word of the Lord came to him. Okay, <laughs> That's interesting. Now, this man is a passionate man. He's a man who's on fire. Fire for God. Probably he's like a young man, okay? In his immaturity, he would have said it. He didn't see the consequences. He didn't count the cost. He just said it. But God was a God who was faithful to make sure that what he said did not fall to ground. Because God later says, he later comes and says, okay Elijah, good you did this, Okay, now you get up and run from here. okay it says verse 3 it says depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherit, which is east of jordan you shall drink from the brook and i have commanded the ravens to feed you there depart from here go eastward can you give me verse 3 depart from here turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is the east of Jordan. Now here's the here's a very beautiful thing, okay, which again has been um, you know covered multiple times. Everybody say, depart from here. Depart from here. Turn eastward. Turn eastward. Hide, yourself hide yourself. And drink from the brook. From. Depart from here. Depart from here. Turn eastward, turn eastward hide yourself, hide yourself. And, drink from the brook. and drink from the brook now tell me what you understood pastor robin's message for sermon number 3 4 point number 2 can go back to sermon number 2 pastor robin okay same thing exactly what he said Okay depart from here is an instruction yeah. go eastward is a direction yeah. um, hide yourself is basically your protection and drink from the brook is your provision yeah. if you need to To enjoy his protection and his provision. Make sure that you are paying heed to the instruction and the direction. Which is why it is very important to hear from God. Because God knows the plans that he has for you. God knows it already. You don't know them. Okay. So it's easy for him to give an instruction. It's easy for him to direct you. Okay, when he's saying instructions, he's giving specific instructions. You will never be able to understand it for the life of it. Then he gives you directions. He just gives you, you know, he gives you an idea of where you're going and he expects you to take decisions for them. Okay? And that is where you will find your provision and your protection. Now you should understand that if you read the, the, you know, the coming chapters after this you will, you will know that Elijah was a prophet who was now a fugitive. He was on the run because after he spoke the word there was no rain, there was no dew and the whole land was going into a situation of drought and famine and there was no food and there was no water. And the king, when he realized that what he said had come to pass, had now sent messengers and had sent his soldiers to with a lookout notice. If you see this man, bring him back here. Okay. And not only did he do this to his own country, he sent messengers to his neighboring countries and said, if you guys have it, you release him. Otherwise, our countries will be on war. So for the sake of peace, release this man of God. Uh, Release this man, he didn't know it was man of God, but we know he's a man of God, yeah? So Elijah is now a fugitive and God is asking him to go back to the brook of Cherith and just did a little Google search and I realized this this, uh, brook is in Tishbe, is in Gilead. Okay, So basically, a man came out of his captivity, came out of his situations, spoke a word over his country and God is now sending him back to his own place. Please go back, your job is done. But this time when you go, you are hidden, you are protected, you are covered and you are provided for. Because, (laughs) this is the fun thing, okay? The river Jordan, no, you know the brook, um, it says, by the brook Cherith, which is east of Jordan. You understand what a brook is, right? If there is a river, there will be small, small, small streams that will feed this big river. Okay? Entire civilizations are built around rivers back in the day. Because water was essential for cultivation, right? So, all civilizations and, and, and all, um, you know, every, everything was set up, all prosperity depended on how many rivers you had in your nation, okay? But God is saying, I am not going to set you by the river, I am going to set you by the brook that feeds the river. How many of you understood that? There is a river that everybody has access to. This river is dependent on the small stream, small as it looks. This river depends on this small stream. You will not drink from the river. You will not drink from where everybody else is going to take their water from. I am giving you a special provision. I am giving you a provision that's been sanctified. I am giving you a provision. I am giving you a gathering that you are not going to work for. It's going to be there. East of Jordan. And that is where you're going to get your drink from. And saying that, this man is sent back to where he came from. You guys may be from whichever place you are, whichever family you are, whichever um, you know institution you are, whichever workplace you are, whichever I mean church, our church, yes. But you should understand that once God sends you out for gathering, okay, your supernatural will follow you regardless of where you came from. You think that this, this brook was not there when he was staying captive there? He was always there. He just never had the revelation of it. He just never had the idea that there was a brook there. But now God is directing him. You can go back to where you came from. But you will be provided for supernaturally and in a sanctified manner. That is your gathering and that is your story. Amen verse 4 you shall drink from the brook and i have commanded the ravens to feed you there okay what does it say you can drink from the brook and i have commanded ravens ravens, ravens? just ravens aisha aisha it's only ravens huh profound <laughs> you said the ravens Jesus, uh, God said, I will send the ravens. Okay. Now, here's the thing, if I have to talk about anybody, I'll just say a friend. But if I have to talk about someone I have set apart for a purpose, I will say the person, the friend. You you go, you go, I'll send some ravens. He said, I will send the ravens. Those ravens are unlike the ravens that you see. Because the ravens are essentially uh, like uh, ca- carnivores, carnivorous birds. Scavenging birds, like crows. You know what you know what crows do, right? They they just find things lying around and they start eating it. Okay, you understand that much, right? If this kind of a raven has to bring a Jew his food, it's better that the Jew does not eat at all. <laughs> Stay hungry, fast, and pray. Bring some revival in uh, Israel. But if ravens get food for you, bad job. Okay, but no. God said, you drink from one, the brook of Cherith, which we already heard about, not, not go, just go to somewhere east of Jordan, somewhere you will, just go to Jordan, so much water there, come on, what are you fussing about? No, east of Jordan, brook Cherith, the one that is feeding the river Jordan, one that, Two, the ravens, whom I have commanded to bring you, the ravens that I have commanded to bring you your provisions, your food, okay? Now you should understand, there's a, there's a verse, um, I think I wrote it down here, wait. Um, there's, a, there's a verse in Hebrews that says, be kind to strangers because you don't know, but by doing so, you might have entertained angels. Yeah? Keep that in mind. You also know when witchcraft happens, demons possess animals. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know that the, the kingdom of the enemy is a very poor, cheap replica of the glorious um, order in the kingdom of light. Yeah. You, know, you know, enemy cannot create anything the 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 blessing and the ability to create has only been given to i mean not been given it's only there in god only god can create the enemy can replicate which is why you will see miracles happening on both sides okay but when there is the hand of the righteous god it's a good thing Okay, now when you talk about, oh, another one I got just, just now from, from yesterday um, when, uh, when uh, the pastor was talking about the, the nature of the fallen man. Okay, he said this one thing very simply, very plainly but so profound. He said, the nature of the fallen man back then is the nature of the natural man right now. You know when you, when, when Adam fell, he fell from being the image of God. So, there was nothing that was bad in him, everything was good. But he fell from that position and the nature that he got as a fallen man is the nature that we have today. Which is why there is anger, there is jealousy, there is lust, there is a you know, whole lot of you know, rage and fury, and you name it. Okay? But it also says our God is a jealous God. It also says our God is an angry God. With our fallen mind, we cannot comprehend how can something so good be something so bad? No, it's not that. When God is God, He is righteous in all that He does. And with our polluted mind, we cannot understand how anger can be good. But our nature our, our, um, you know, our original glorious nature had anger that was righteous. It was never meant for the purpose of killing. It was never meant for the purpose of slandering. It was never meant for the purpose of taking revenge. It had to bring in a certain amount of righteousness. This anger, the sadness. We think being sad is a bad thing. You know, it's God weeps. God is a man who, who has tears. You think sadness is bad? You turn it into the light. You expose it into the light and it will be good. You know, God has this, this thing, funny thing about redeeming. He's also into the business of redeeming. Okay, Now, you cannot go back into your life and, and clear out certain things. You may have gone through, you know... So many things. You may have gone through an abuse, you may have gone through uh, a loss, you may have gone through, um, uh, you know, like being cheated in relationships, whatever. Okay? You, 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 I mean, you know what, what I'm talking about, right? You may have been a, a case of neglect in your childhood, you may have been abandoned, you may have been orphaned, X, Y, Z. That happened way in the past. Now you cannot turn back time and make it fine and then come back and feel good about it. Okay? But there is a God who is outside the realm of time who goes there and He just holds you. So you can imagine, right? Now you're a 30-year-old you but let's say that God is right now accessing the 5-year-old you who lost both parents. Okay? And, what you feel right now is what you felt as a five-year-old. Carried through 25 years. God has the ability to not... He will not go and, you know, magically turn things around. No. What He does and what He is more interested in is in your life. Not, not what you can offer Him, but in your life. In your heart. He can. He is more interested in what he can do with your heart. So what he does is. He just goes and hugs. And embraces. And passes on the comfort. And passes on the love. And the acceptance. To this 5 year old baby. And you. Right now in time. As a 30 year old. Felt the release. Because God redeemed you. And God is doing that right now in some of you, in some people who needed to have this, he is doing it right now, if you let him. Just allow him. Take this. Take the next 30 seconds to just allow God, Lord. No matter what it be, I will not walk into the year 2020 with bitterness and anger and sadness and depression and anxiety and any kind, any kind that's gonna that's gonna um, mess up my joy in You, Lord. If I'm walking into a land of provision. I will do it in all confidence and I'm going to do it with all my past kept away. So I pray Lord right now, Lord some people need you here right now Lord. You are here but, but Lord I pray that that forgiveness that they have only heard about but, but probably never experienced. Lord I pray that they will experience it right now. Release, 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 let go, let go. Some people need to let go, let go, hold on to only Jesus. If there is anything you need to grab onto that is only Jesus, let go of all your baggages, let go of all your past. In the name of Jesus. We were talking about. The fact that the enemy can only replicate. He can only duplicate. Right? So, if demons can take charge of birds, why not angels? The ravens were not any ravens. They were the ravens who were angels. At least that's what I, I believe that's the That's the revelation that I have. The ravens were angels feeding Elijah at a time when there is a famine. Morning and night. Morning and night. Morning and evening it says. Now which, now you know, when, when we read it and when I read it as a child, I used to think that some fellow would have been eating something outside and the ravens came and plucked it off. Now this fellow has to be a real fool to stand in the same spot Eating the same food, morning and evening, for the raven to come snatch it and give it to Elijah. No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. If you are getting provisions in a land where there's famine, in a land where there's drought, it is not natural food. It is manna from heaven. You remember the manna that fell in the desert in the morning today? Same thing. There was quail, And there was manna that came from heaven. And there was bread and there was meat sent by God. And it says, I have commanded the ravens. God only commands angels. He had commanded the ravens to get food from heaven and, and, and bring it to the man of God. And the ravens, so, so he went and did according to the word of God. Obedience, we covered obedience today, we covered supernatural provision, we covered the fact that God is feeding you from heaven in this season of gathering. God is gonna feed you from heaven if only you hear the instructions and the directions for your provision and for your protection. And Elijah did the same thing. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and lived by the brook, Cherith. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. So if you are in a season of gathering, if you are present here right now, it's because you're in a season of gathering. And God wants you to know that you are an offspring of God. You remember the definition of offspring that Pastor Piji had shared? Yeah. Something that springs forth. Yeah. You, know, you are sons and daughters that have inheritance, yes. But if you contain God in you, then that God has to spring forth. So you need to be ready for some radical lifestyle for some something that, that you did not think about, you did not expect, you did not see coming. Hallelujah. And for a radical kind of a provision and protection, there needs to be a radical kind of obedience Hallelujah. to the instructions. So can we just rise up to our feet and say, Lord, Lord. here I am and I thank you, Lord, because you have brought me to this season of gathering and you have brought me into this into this season of plentiful Lord. Help me. And I thank you because you are going to work in me and through me to be obedient, Lord. Obedient to the word, obedient to the man of God, obedient and and, and submitted, Lord. Submitted to the word that that is being released over my life today, Father. Alignment. Let me find my alignment in the word, Lord. Let me find my alignment in the will of God, Lord. Oh God. I think you guys are letting me pray so that I can have all the blessings which I am very happy to, 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 you know, possess. But if you want that, you need to open your mouth and you need to declare it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because your provision and your protection will be eternally over me, Lord. Your hand and your cover will be eternally over me, Father. Help me to have a heart. Help me to have a lifestyle that is radical in obedience to your your word, Father God. Help me to stay under the mighty hand of God. Help me to be submitted in all ways, Lord. Just, Just tell God, Lord, As consecrated as the provision is for me, I pray that I will be as consecrated to receive those provisions. Consecrate me, Lord. Consecrate me, Lord. Consecrate me well enough to be able to receive the consecrated provisions that you are sending my way, Lord.